Hey, what's up, everyone, and welcome to my three takeaways. The goal of this podcast is to provide you with tools, tips, and inspiration to live your best life and be your best you. But it takes more than simply being motivated. It takes action. It means taking what you learn from others and finding a way to implement it into your own life. I want to help you navigate through these specific action steps and these specific takeaways because my goal is progress. I want to help you move the needle forward every single day closer and closer to the best version of yourself. Let's go to work. Hey, what's up, everybody, and welcome to my three takeaways episode from the Megan Kearney interview this past Monday. I've been getting so much great feedback from this interview with Megan. So many people are talking about how they can relate with her on so many different levels, but I think a lot of people are resonating with how she talked about she realized the importance of meditation in her, in her life really only when she stopped doing it. And I'm gonna get a little bit more into that in my three takeaways episode, so wait for it till then. Um, But make sure if you guys have not listened to this interview yet to go back and listen to it. Megan's an awesome lady. Her and her husband have their own yoga studio down in the Atlanta area, so those of you go those of you down there, make sure you go check out Ebb and Flow Yoga Studio. Um, She also is a yoga medicine teacher, which we mentioned about, and there's over thousands, there's thousands of those yoga medicine teachers across the globe and across the world now. So anywhere that you are, if you feel like that practice is going to be something that might be able to benefit you, make sure you check out their website, yogamedicine.com, to figure out where there might be a teacher near you. And basically those teachers are educated in a combined of the physiology part of the body, the physical, the biological, and also the traditional practice of yoga. So they can kind of fuse those two things in terms of helping you and supporting you in the best way possible. But for now, guys, let's get right into my three takeaways. Number one is do what's important versus what's urgent. And so these are two very different things and they're kind of hard to distinguish until you really start to actually think about them. So for example, when she talked about how she realized the importance of meditation in her life only when she stopped doing it, that's something that is important in her life. There are all these things in our daily lives, weekly lives that seem so urgent, like responding to a text message, getting a phone call, replying to an email, certain things in our in our at our work that they need to get done, yes, but they're distracting us from all these important things. So they keep pulling our attention away in all these different areas. But we need to find a way to really hone in on the important things and finding a way to prioritize those particular things and actually get those done because they are really important in our life. They might not move the needle. You might not see a result from those things right away. Like you're not going to see a measurable result from meditation. I'm not going to see a measurable result from necessarily going to church or from reading or whatever the important thing is for you. Maybe it's working out. You might not see the measurable result right away, but it's there. It's there. It's intangible. Just believe it and trust in it and let that allow you to prioritize the important things. What, one thing that I do to help me do that is when I'm on my phone, sometimes like the phone is the most distracting thing that seems the most urgent, but it's really not, is I put my phone on do not disturb anytime I start reading, anytime I start to do work that I feel like I really need to focus in on. That way I'm not distracted when the phone lights up or anything like that. Takeaway number two is you can lead a horse to water, but dot, dot, dot. And she talked about this, how, you know, we're talking about how we can get people to take action on particular things in their life that they feel that they need to do, but for some reason that they're not actually doing it. And a lot of us, every single one of us has many things in our life that we know we should do, but for whatever whatever reason we're not doing it. So I was like, what's the motivation? How can we actually spark people to do those particular things? And she was like, you know, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. And I completely agree with that. Like you can motivate that. You can motivate somebody, you convince somebody as much as you can, but until that motivation comes from within that person, 
then they're not going to actually do it. However, I feel like there might be a better way for some of us to motivate and convince others to do a particular thing. And I think one way to do it is to try to increase their level of belief that that particular action is going to yield a particular result. So for example, you need to find a way to show them that meditating, that going to church, that reading, that whatever a particular matter is, like it doesn't even have to be one of these important things. It could be a very measurable thing. It could be whatever it is. You can show them a way to make them believe that doing that is going to yield a particular result. If you kind of show that and break it down and don't make it so complex for them, if you simplify it into a particular result, into a winnable game, then they might have a little bit more belief that it's going to happen and they might actually take action. Number three is negative consequences come in due time. And this is very related to the first one because she didn't realize that meditation helped her so much until the negative consequences came down the road for her. And the same thing with me with going to church. I didn't really realize that it helped me so much until I didn't go. So I stopped going for maybe a month or two. And there's so many different things like that in our daily lives. It's working out. It's reading. We don't realize how much those things help us until down the road. Um, so we need to find a way to prioritize those early on. And the same things go for positive consequences. They sometimes come in due time. Like working out, you're not going to see the result right away. You're not going to see a result with a lot of things right away. You need to continually do that consistency day after day, week after week, month after month until you see a measurable result or a measurable change. So make sure that you stay the course for those things. And also make sure that when you don't see a negative consequence right away, don't lead that to believe, make you believe that it's never going to come. Like a lot of those things do come up and they do catch up with you down the road. But again, guys, my three takeaways. Number one is do what's important versus what's urgent. We need to find a way to prioritize our time around figuring out what's important so that we can leave out the distractions of those urgent matters as much as possible. Number two is you can lead a horse to water, but dot, dot, dot. And I think that's really important. We can try to motivate and convince people as much as possible, but until that motivation is internal, it comes from within that person, then they're never actually going to do that particular action step. However, I feel like you can maximize their likelihood of doing that by increasing their level of belief, by showing them what a result might be if they took that particular action step. Number three is negative consequences come in due time. So if you stop doing something and you don't see a bad result or a negative consequence right away, don't think that it's not coming. Don't let that keep you motivated to not do that thing. And same thing with positive consequences. Don't let the lack of a positive result right away stop you from continually taking action on that particular thing. And the best example I can think of is working out. You're not going to necessarily see a positive result right away in terms of bodily change. But if you stay the course, then if you stay the course consistently, then down the road, you're going to see it. So I hope you guys really enjoyed this three takeaways episode. If you did, make sure that you leave it a five-star review on the Apple podcast app or the or iTunes. If you're on the app, all you got to do is click on the podcast show, you scroll to the bottom, click five stars, then write your favorite part. I'd love to hear what your favorite part about maybe the takeaways or maybe the interview was. That way it gives me a lot better a lot better sense of what you guys are getting out of this episode and it gives me a lot better direction of who I can bring on and how I can help you and assist you even more because I know if you guys are here listening to this and you're getting value from it um, but I'm glad that you guys listened to the Megan episode I appreciate you sticking around with me here there's so many more so many more great podcast episodes to come I'm super stoked about the lineup of the next seven or eight that I already have um, in store for you guys so I hope you guys stay with me and I'll make sure that we get closer and closer to your best you you